episode of Bitch Over Broadway. Bitch Over Broadway. <laughs> uh, we're doing this long distance, the real throwback, throwback vibes. We are, it's, we're celebrating yeah. something. I don't know. We're celebrating <laughs> the time the that I wave. lived in. Yeah, the new wave, <laughs> the newest wave. Um, I don't even know what this one's called yet. So yeah, it's fun. Cute, um, it's fun. Yeah, so Connor is in Ch- Chicago. Chicago. And uh, we're in New York. Uh, just us because we didn't feel like dialing in anybody when we already had a dial in Connor you know it's too it's so complicated we don't there's (laughs) Mitch has to do like the operator boards where he's like plugging plugging in different (laughs) yeah Yeah, he's got a minimum six wires in each hand at any given point just uh, every second we make jokes about him playing chess on his phone but that's just to distract from all of the plugging in yeah it's chess on the boards just yeah you wouldn't a believe mi- the lights. You, you wouldn't so believe many the lights. lights that you can see. <laughs> Just fiddling, fiddling away. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no guests this week. Um, I just feel disturbed, honestly, by the choice for this week. So let's dive in. Um, <laughs> you chose it. I know. I regret it. Um, this is what happens when you just Google one, one act, act musicals. musicals. But uh, I don't know why this would have come up in the top five of any results because I Correct. certainly would never have Googled. I would never have searched this hard. <laughs> it I'm, had to be in the top five. It, yeah, results, exactly. Which is that's terrifying. It's bizarre. It's awkward. It's yeah. weird. I don't understand why it would show up in the top five, but I do love the tenacity. It's first date. That's the show. And uh, <laughs> Connor, would you please hit us with some facts and figs? with some facts and figs. First Date has music and lyrics by Alan Zachary and Michael Weiner. Weiner? Who knows? Uh, book and a book by Austin Winsberg. It had its out-of-town tryout in 2012 at the Seattle Act Theater, and then it transferred to Broadway in August of 2013 and ran until January of 2014 for a total of 174 performances. There have been a ton of international productions. Um, Nary an award nomination to be found. <laughs> oh my God, not even nominating. <laughs> not even nominated. No. Um, and just a quick synopsis, in case you didn't know mm-hmm. about this iconic musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Casey and Aaron are two NYC singles who have been set up on a blind date. From the outset, the date seems doomed as the two have nothing in common. With the help of a meddling cast of characters, can this pair turn into something special before the check arrives? And I would say no. I would say <laughs> I would say that I did lose my faith in the profession of acting. I did of acting. briefly think maybe we should make it illegal. Uh, that we well, should just especially read books. With the, yes, especially with <laughs> just read books, especially with the Broadway HD version. That was wrong. Yeah. And shout out to Broadway HD. Once again, please do sponsor us, Broadway sponsor HD. Us. Uh, we'll we take a refund <laughs> of the annual yeah. fee. You don't have to sponsor us any further you don't than have to that. Sponsor us. Yeah, we just want a refund. Broadway HD, especially after watching this. <laughs> yeah, we deserve our money back. Frankly, yeah. So we watched two productions. Well, Connor watched two productions of this. Yes, sort of like one and Semi. a half. Connor, you found the bootleg. So I found a bootleg of the Broadway verge on YouTube, and mm-hmm. there was also a streamed version in October of 2020 during the height of Delta. Yeah, height variant. of the pandemic. Um, 
and it was live streamed on Broadway HD, but it was like filmed in London because it's a bunch of British it's actors. It's all British ac- actors. Yeah. I didn't type in first day musical. They at the beginning announced that they want everyone to tweet along with the oh show. It's like real throwback RuPaul's Drag Race hours. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Eh. Um, okay. First hashtag day RuPaul just got wet. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, okay. That should be a segment. We should we should create our own hashtags for the shows that we watch. <laughs> Wait, we, Mitch, we cut used that. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we used to tweet it like tweet it as hashtag this or that. We used oh, yeah, to we call did, for that. Like back in like twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, back in the beginning. <laughs> let's listen to some old apps and go back. Let's let's start it. over again. We should just start rerunning apps. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a rerun or it's a reissue of this episode. We didn't feel like exactly. fucking working. <laughs> Basically me Love every it. week when I'm like, do we have to record another fucking one of these <laughs> truly, things? Truly, truly. We're at the, we're, we could not be lazier about this fucking <laughs> podcast. And still, every time we have to do it, you and I are just like, God, another day God in the minds of content. <laughs> truly, just literally breaking rocks yeah. with other rocks. Oh, yeah, we're the dwarves at the beginning of Snow White. Just high. Oh, just chopping Wait, at so the does earth. That, does that make Mitch Snow White? Yeah, a thousand percent leaning us around. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> whoa. So we had to watch this. Um now what was surprising was that I did know the lead actress in the Broadway HD version. It's yeah, Samantha, uh, Samantha, Samantha Barks, who was very talented. Loved her in Les Mis. She's playing Elsa on Frozen right now, I believe, on the West End. I think she's she's starring. Um also this musical on Broadway she version did feature our dear sweet pal from Bad Out of Hell, one of the actresses yes. from Bad Out of Hell. So glad to have her back playing. Thank you for the for the grace the parts. of our screens. <laughs> yeah. All the parts. All the parts. And then there was some guy I didn't know. Um, I didn't know anybody else. I didn't know the waiter. I didn't know Aaron and I didn't know Red Aaron G. is Aaron. I Aaron was like a British actor. He's a big British actor. He's done like well. I mean, Stage? I was gonna say he's done Doctor Who, but like everybody in Britain <laughs> has done Doctor Who. Yeah, who hasn't done Doctor Who? Yeah, they just exactly. pluck people off the street to be in that show at <laughs> this point. Whenever they need someone to fill in, they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, do you want to be on?" Was he the Doctor? No, or, he was oh. just. I think he was just like oh. in the episode. Is Doctor Who like the UK's Law and Order SVU? Yes, or law and order. Essentially. Like yeah, anybody it's who's the done show that acting. every single like British actor has done. Okay. I love yeah. that. Is that on that's probably our end. You're that's like you. in the suburbs. <laughs> I am in a suburban basement. Yeah, nothing's getting through the hear, walls down there. <laughs> sound. The only thing you're gonna hear here. Oh, that they were going the wrong way down the street. Oh <gasps> It goes the other way, buddy. <laughs> That's a one way causing a jam. A one way. So we were talking about actors. Hold on, I'll find it. It's okay. Doctor Who is their law and order. Is their law and order. Right. So it has a decent cast, but yes. they were all so bad. It was like I was watching not even a senior showcase. Do you know right. what I mean? I was yes. watching like the people who couldn't get cast in the spring musical. So they decided to do their own production. It's giving, it's like the rejects. It was so bad. I was so upset. (laughs) It was, I've never seen 
acting more awkward, mm -hmm. even in some community theater production. Uh, yes, 1000%. And I get that the premise of this is that first dates are awkward, right? First dates are awkward, right. But like, these even people the are not behaving like human beings. Humans. No, not at all. <laughs> At all. This is like, the, the the dialogue is it's giving freshman dramatic monologue scene yes. at your high school drama competition. Like exactly. not even KCACTF. We're not even at a collegiate level with this. No, it's this is like theater camp. <laughs> it was so like, bad. It's wild. I and I don't know if it's just because I want to like say it's because, oh, these people have never been on camera before, but that's not true. It's Samantha Marks has literally been in Lame in the movie. It's it's so it's unhinged to watch. So the gay waiter, um, Oh, Come, he's the, the first waiter. one we see. We he's spend so an hour talking about him alone. So upset, and he is just like unhinged. The worst timing I've ever seen in my life. He's playing against no one. The timing is just no him. Yes, and he's still messing it up. It's and he's so still crazy. constantly fucking the beats up. Like it doesn't make any sense. So right off I, the bat, we're ooh. full of regret. Full of regret for watching this. Literally, the first thing I wrote in my notes. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the gay waiter. All I saw was no. Not, the gay waiter. No, not the gay waiter. The gay, he, because like the way that they open the Broadway HD version mm -hmm. is like it does this whole spiel where the gay waiter is like. Uh, he essentially does the high school like oh, welcome to our show mm -hmm. like we're pretending the, to be a Broadway house but we're not a Broadway house we're not so a Broadway we're gonna house. acknowledge here's the other thing that really puts me off and I don't know if I ever found this has this ever been funny when you get jokingly defensive about the thing that you're about to do where you're like hope you like it and if you don't fuck you like right. what the fuck it's so aggressive <laughs> <laughs> Literally, literally, that always puts people into it a defensive state, like, and it makes you it makes you not want to watch that thing because you're like going into it. Think like I'm pissed. I got my fists up. The bad, the bad of it. Exactly. Like that's I'm a, ready to fight the gay waiter for talking to me like should, that. And we should. And fight I want to be waiter. clear. I'm calling on all fans of this podcast to fight the gay waiter. <laughs> we must take a stance against gay waiters in society. <laughs> They have become a menace for too long. If you're not, if you're not funny, then yeah, you're not allowed to be a mean gay waiter. Sorry. Exactly. Goodbye. Like, and that's the thing. I said this to you on text yesterday, but I was mm -hmm. like, you know, this guy thinks he's hilarious because he goes out for the funny gay assistant roles every, <laughs> every week. time. That's how he gets pigeonholed. And he's embraced that, but he's not even good at it. Exactly. That's so mean. The timing, like, and the, I'm sure he's the, a great actor. Just didn't work right. for me. Just didn't work the, for and me. I don't know if it was like just the way that they were shooting it or something. Number one, like you said, <laughs> they were shooting in like the weirdest setting ever. It it sounded like they were at the bottom of a hole. Like it was so <laughs> echoey. No one on that set had heard of a boom. Absolutely nobody was getting room tone. It was Nary like a boom, a boom to be found. I don't know that they were even miked. Honest to God, I feel like they were just yeah. projecting in a restaurant. 
I really truly feel like that. Some of those songs, some of the dialogue was just them talking in an empty restaurant. (laughs) Right. And like, I was looking at the credits and I don't think they, like they maybe had somebody doing like back end sound mixing, but I don't think they had like a sound director at all. They had a camera director and all that, but like not a sound person. No one was thinking about sound on stage. Which is like (laughs) insane. It's a musical, my guy. It's so great. It sounds so bad. It sounds like a student film. Like it does. Yeah. It does not sound like they had access to the level of things I know they have access to. Exactly. It's it really does sound like they recorded their parts on Zoom for some of them. Like I really oh, think 100%. that for the most I think anything they could have shot without being in the same room, they did. Yes. Because 100%. again, October oh 2020. God. October 2020. And that was that was one of the things as I was watching that part. Because I only watched like the first 20 or so minutes because the bootleg was bad and it like cut out like a good 20 minutes of the show (laughs) so I had to watch that part but like they you could I could tell that the director was like we are going to use every ounce of video special effect editing we fucking can it really was green screens everywhere it was a RuPaul music video like it was a RuPaul music video a thousand percent why are we walking on a treadmill in front of a green screen? What is happening? What is happening? That was, I, it was wild. Wild. Insane. Just the weirdest choices beyond any comprehension of art or film or anything like that. Here's the thing. And this might be a controversial take. Uh, we did not need to be making art during that time. We had, we did not need that. It suffered for we were recording podcast episodes, Meryl. (laughs) That's not art, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds like garbage anyway. That's fine. That's true. That is true. Broadway HD doesn't need to be making attempting professional content on (laughs) using Google Meet. (laughs) That's our purview. Back up, Broadway HD. (laughs) Get off of our turf. This is our space. We will fight you. I don't know, man. It was it was a tough watch. And I'll be honest, it wasn't just like bad timing, not great chemistry, not great acting. I I genuinely think that it was a it's a bad show. Like, I don't think I enjoy the premise of it. I don't think I, I enjoy that. the the things that are being said, which is why I hated the production so much like i think if it had been good material or interesting i could forgive yeah. bad acting but i thought that it was so like trite and wrote and like oh, had sure. been done before it felt yes. so stereotypical this felt like someone's production that runs like the theater on 48th and 10th you know there's it's like yes. their one man show that that's been running above a deli for 25 years that's you can just what say Caroline's like. on Broadway <laughs> <laughs> this is just like what that felt like like yeah you you got lost on todaytakes.com and you <laughs> accidentally brought and you accidentally bought tickets to this horrible show like i thought exactly. it was so bad so bad there <laughs> I will say that um, because I watched the Broadway bootleg, Mm -hmm. the bootleg, the actual Broadway performance, a thousand times better than whatever the fuck they put on Broadway. Okay, good. Um, I have to believe that. I have to believe that it's better because I would really be questioning some things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. And I said this to you yesterday. Controversial statement, but timing 
is so important. So important in like, comedy. Most people don't know that, but it's most true. Most people <laughs> don't understand that, but timing in comedy is incredibly important. And like literally the timing is what makes or breaks the show because yes. like all of the jokes in that first scene fall so flat in the Broadway HD, but I was laughing. I was, I was laughing and chortling when I was watching it on the boot, bootleg because like it's quick, it's peppier. The punchlines are actually landing and the, the, Actors have better timing, yeah, and they have better chemistry, and they're actually charming. Like, <laughs> seems like a recipe a for it working. Here's exactly. my question: I, Did oh, people yeah. laugh? Like, were people yeah. laughing at the jokes? Do you think that helped? Yeah. It felt like this. The pacing on this was pause for laughter, pause for laughter, pause for laughter. Versus, right. it needed to just run like thirty rock and be joke, 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 joke. 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 Yeah, exactly. You can't. And that was, and that's like, mm, but mm, yeah, I don't know. Because we've talked about how in Diana, when they were doing that kind of thing and the joke still didn't land, but that's also because Di- Diana's a bad show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, here's, you know, keep going. I was going to say, um, going back to your like whole thing about it being wrote and it being stereotypical, this was written in like 2011, 2012, it, right? It so feels like that. It, it, the show is incredibly of that time period. Yeah. We have seen all of this stuff and yeah. it's all been done before on every single sitcom ever yeah. written. It's, essentially. it's this weird like snark love situation. Yeah. The mean gay waiters, your sassy gay best friend, like yes. it's all... It's it does feel of that time, like right. late aughts, early teens, mm-hmm. which is in not my fave. Right. Like we're we're at that point where um, so in the Broadway bootleg version, the sassy gay friend is literally doing Karen from Will and Grace. Okay, amazing. And I'm like, okay, she's number one, great, great choices, <laughs> but she's not gay. Number two, um, this just feels like a slur. Yeah. Um, at the sa- but at the same time, it's like, this is the time period where, you know, gay people are allowed to be seen and be heard, but we still have to be the punchline. Yes. Because... We, that's the only way that we can exist in media at this point in time. Yes. It's so bizarre. Um, I need to pull up the song list because uh, I'll ask you, I'll defer to you on this. I did not find the songs particularly compelling, but I think you felt like the wait or no, you said the you couldn't understand the lyrics on the bootleg. The lyrics were hard on the bootleg, but um, at the same time, they sounded better. Um, okay. And the thing with I think one of the things with the Broadway HD thing is that they didn't do a lot of like physicality. They kind of just like sat sat in sang. the same space. Park and bark, baby. And, yeah, park and bark, and. It, it doesn't work. Like you're, just, it's just so awkward. Cause you're just it's, looking at them. There's nothing interesting exactly. going on. It's not even like you can look at the stage while they're singing and see right. something interesting going on behind them. It's just them in front of a green screen restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And even when they like cut away to like the waiters or the ensemble doing something like, weird like that whole like uh the rocker boyfriends which number one that Woof. fucking wig <laughs> i have so many questions why are her <laughs> why are her boyfriends british rockers what's happening correct but in the broadway version that's like a huge like dance number of and it's course. really fun and exciting and they're like she's in the number with them where like they're twirling her around and they're like essentially playing like uh yeah. like uh tug tug of war with her essentially like that like 
it works better because they're using the stage. They're using physicality. They're not just sitting at a bar and singing. It begs the question, why would you pick this show then to, to, to do mid-pandemic? Like, no. surely there are others. Could we not have done August Osage County? Could we not have done like a sitting Meryl talking? Meryl was busy. She, she wasn't available. <laughs> Tracy Lutz said, absolutely not Broadway HD. <laughs> no. You will not. <laughs> I just, it was, it's, the show you're describing sounds so much more interesting than this weird thing that I watched on Broadway HD. (laughs) I'm mad about it. And like, there are some of, like, some of the jokes, like, were, you know, stupid and wrote. And like, you could tell that they were written in 2010. Like, they made a Biggest Loser joke. The, like, salads are for pussies. Like, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, that's very 2010. But because, number one, Krista Rodriguez and Zachary Levi are uh, like charming as fuck on stage mm-hmm. and they have good chemistry yes. even though they're on an awkward blind date yeah. like it works better than what whatever um, was Sam happening Barks and the guy were doing on Broadway HD I don't know it was just it's just like such an awkward I did not I care for it I didn't want them to be together I honestly wanted them to stop the date <laughs> Oh a thousand percent like it's not worth it why is he so dressed up? Which they then made a joke about. But, and I have to imagine that on stage, the jokes play better because you're playing to the back of the house. Like you're, right. you're, you have to make it broad. You have to be like, not subtle about yeah, nice suit. Like that's going to be, a, it's just going to be bigger in a theater, but it was so under the radar in the Broadway HD version that like, as to almost be lost. Like, so then right. it just feels like it's not explained. The joke comes too late in the book. I think, I don't know. I just found I feel that. so much of this to be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I know their timing is so like stilted and like the punchlines that like, especially the gay waiter when he's like the one where like, okay, we're going to keep the glasses Mm -hmm. in the Broadway version. It's like he takes the glasses off. It's like, we're going to keep the glasses almost immediately. Like it's quick. It's fast. It's peppy. But like this one is like almost insulting. (laughs) It's so bananas. It's truly insane. Did Um, not care for it. Did not care for it. Also, there's a point, and I don't remember when this is, in the date where um, Sam Bark's character, Casey, the Casey character, is talking to yeah. Aaron, and she's like, well, da-da-da-da, because of my, my four-year-old kid, my four-year-old kid with learning disabilities, and, like, makes okay. this whole thing, and then yes. it's a joke. It's a joke? What's the joke? <laughs> the joke is that it's funny to to watch to a have man. have a nightmare child? Yeah, it's funny to, like, talk about this huge life-altering thing a person would be taking on. It's funny to... That's funny. Like, I just did not... To be honest, she's psychotic for that. <laughs> I'm judging her for doing that. That's a weird thing to do. Right. <laughs> I didn't no, I like get that. that. <laughs> I my, I will go on record to say that that the way that they handled that scene in the Broadway HD version was probably the funniest thing they did because that puppet, the puppet work was incredible. Good. Now we love a puppet incredible. work. Yeah, we and love like work. Th- it, that worked. Like that was good. That was a good choice. Everything else was bad. <laughs> so weird. Maybe they should just do this entire play with Muppets. I I, I found myself being disgusted so much by 
I don't know, heterosexuality, I guess. <laughs> like, I was just like, I would agree with that. This is so upsetting. Everything about this bothers me. <laughs> I don't understand. I was really not feeling it yesterday. I was, I was I feel really that. put off by it. <laughs> yeah, I get that. They, like, yeah, I just, mm, I don't know. It was just so awkward. Yeah. Especially the guy playing Aaron. Like, I know he's supposed to be, like, kind of uptight and nervous. Like, he's supposed to be the nervous guy. Yeah. But he was, like, going down a route where, like, if I were on a date with that person, I would immediately be taking that first bailout call. Because I was like, you are not well in the head. I'm going to get murdered tonight. (laughs) Maybe neither of us are well. Maybe we should maybe go home and do some therapy. And then maybe we write in our journals and we just... Close our eyes but and think about it. They life. try to like make therapy jokes in the show and like they all get played off as like, <laughs> who needs therapy? It's right? so like, crazy. The whole thing. I'm not even trying to be annoying like 2022 right. whatever about this, but it just doesn't even feel like it would have been funny at the time. I know it would have been. Like I can feel that it was funny, that that exactly. was the humor of the time, but it just is bad. It's not good humor. <laughs> It's not funny at all. It really upsets me. Didn't yeah, care for not. most of the songs either. Will say, God bless, this musical has a mom letter song, which was a twist. <laughs> a twist. This musical has everything. It has daddy issues. It has mommy issues. It has fiance issues. It has a mom dead, a dead mom letter song. Like this, it's everything you could ask for in a Broadway musical. It really is. Do we like it? No, we don't. I take it back. I take it back. I didn't want to order all those things. Right. <laughs> I was I was very shocked because at first I didn't see the letter in the Broadway bootleg. And then he like turned around and he was holding it. And I was like, these fuckers, they're coming for all of us. I don't know. I can't even think about what I want to say. I just was so at every turn, every new song that came up, I was somehow more disturbed by it. Like there's a song where Aaron has a moral panic about religion because oh, he's yeah. Jewish. She's not. She's not. He imagines that her dad is extremely Christian, which is then a whole other thing. Then it turns out she's actually not religious at all. And then he makes a joke about like being into woo woo shit. And she's like, actually, I'm a witch or whatever the fuck. <laughs> she says she's been reading Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> She's like, I've got a satchel of herbs and spices. Um, Anyway, she's into the new age shit. And so he's like, oh, foot in my mouth. But like, I don't know. Don't get offended. (laughs) It's so insane. And then he like, yeah, it's just, it's it's so much. (laughs) I don't care for it. I don't care for it. Also, I don't understand the purpose of her sister. So like she has an unstable dad no she has an unstable mom she has and an her unstable dad mom left and her them. dad divorced and, or like left them and has a, another family but her sister like has a perfect life yes <laughs> okay so you have a model of things which working. by the way the sister on broadway was played by the actress who played cindy bacorny in um unbreakable condition <gasps> amazing yeah it was iconic <laughs> i love that i would love yeah. that she that's so much better 
Yeah, exactly. That's so much better. Like, um, no hate to our our best friend from Bad Out of Hell, but she's too sexy. It just doesn't she's work. Too she's too, too sexy. sexy. She's too sexy. She's too sexy to be a suburban mom. It's not what she's. Made. Yeah, you can't be a mom in Connecticut and be no. sexy. Like that's against the law. It's just not right. I just don't believe it. It's not legal. <laughs> that's not our culture. Um. Oh, that's great. I. Yeah, but she keeps like popping in. Also, she makes reference to. Casey's biological clock, which I guess is technically this is Casey's imagination. So Casey's telling yeah. herself about the biological clock, but it's supposed to be like everything that's going on inside her head. It she, didn't she's strike essentially me like her conscious. That. Yeah. But she just feels like trying to be it just didn't ring true to who that ca- that character they've established her to be to me. It felt very right. out of left field. Like she's trying to be very it seems like not grungy, not punk, but like cool girl. She's edgy. Edgy. She's that's cool the word She's I'm a looking photographer. for. She, when you refer to photography as your craft, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a freaking no for me, dog. I, I loved though that she was like, well, I dabble. Well, I used to dabble. Well, I own a camera. I, own a camera. I was like, this is me saying that I'm a writer. Like, <laughs> I write. I've written. I used to write. I have a keyboard. I have a like, phone full of uh, half-finished notes in my notes app. Exactly. <laughs> is that a type five? Am I a comedian? No. Am I, am I getting paid for comedy? Sort of. Sort, sort of. of. <laughs> when people but, start donating to this Patreon. <laughs> exactly. For our insane rambling. Pay us for this content where we're talking about how much we hate something. That's... <laughs> People worked very hard and risked their lives to bring to us. Can you imagine being in quarantine to make this? To make that, like, have this be your quarantine art. Like, at least Bo Burnham made something interesting. Yeah. At least our quarantines were short. (laughs) Exactly. At least they were only 20 minutes long and we talked about cool stuff like ghosts. Yeah. Oh, like... For weeks, you were just isolated, couldn't couldn't see anybody, had to be right. in a hotel by yourself testing every day so that you could do this. Right. Eating this, plastic this wrap show. sandwiches for this. Was it worth it? You have I, it, it had to it, be because of how small the cast is. Because yeah. there's only five people. Now, so is that like, on purpose? Was it like that in the Broadway show too? Do they double up? Yeah, there was only, yeah, they doubled up a lot. There weren't hmm. that many people. Interesting. I also don't love him excising his relationship with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Which, the, uh, speaking of this show having everything, they're playing fast and loose with the term fiance. Yeah. And engagement. They, they are. <laughs> well, as we know, being engaged means jack shit. Um, in Broadway? In Broadway Absolutely terms. <laughs> That's, you might as well be dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well be a stranger on the street. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry to this man. I don't know this man. We Um, might have been sharing a bed for the past five years, but I don't know you. Who are you? uh, I love it. Um, Yeah, she's terrible, but he's still hung up on her. Yes. Well, I mean, whom's amongst us hasn't been in love with terrible, terrible people for years on end? Yeah, I think everyone has been. Yeah. Unfortunately, (laughs) has done that. Um. But I How didn't did they, love. Did they do that in? Because I didn't watch any of the fiance stuff in the Broadway HD. Was that all like green screen as well? Yeah, all green screen, Ugh, except gross. for the end when he's like talking to her. Yeah, she comes into the restaurant. I think 
And he's That's like yelling bizarre. at her, telling her she's a bitch. <laughs> Love that. Stupid, stinky bitch. Whatever he sings stinky. at her. <laughs> she's stinky. Stinky. You heard it here first, folks. She's stinky. <laughs> um, That's a devastating thing to say to somebody. That is devastating. You're stinky? I would die. <laughs> I would, I would absolutely melt into the ground. Just melt, I was going to say melt into a puddle of stink. Yeah, just <laughs> stink puddle on the ground. Oh, that's my worst fear. <laughs> wow. Tweet at us. Hashtag, 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 you hashtag worst fear. Hashtag, hashtag worst fear. fear. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, tweet at this Broadway podcast. Hashtag worst fear. <laughs> tell us you tell us what you fear most in this world. It's gonna be know. like death of everyone I've ever loved in my news. Right. Being called stinky. Being called stinky. <laughs> would it have to be being called stinky by one of your friends or would it be just by like someone some who means it? By someone oh, okay. who means it. Maybe not a friend, but close enough that I have to interact with them again. So like a six-year-old that you're babysitting. No, see, I wouldn't. Get, if a six, that's what six-year-olds do. No, if a grown adult called <laughs> was like, you're stinky. Like, <laughs> that would upset me like a colleague. <laughs> like, a colleague. Yeah. It's just on Slack or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you're stinky. Stinky. With hey, like a stink light emoji. Hey, we've all been talking about it, and I'm the one who has to tell you about your st- your stinking up the place. We, we haven't seen you in person <laughs> in months, but you need to know. We can see the lines coming off of you like pig pen <laughs> over over Zoom. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so let's get back to this stupid show. Um, hold on, oh I gotta set up. <clears throat> We've kind of been jumping all over the place. Uh, Let's take a quick break um, and we'll be right back. So this is technically a one act. Connor, about about how long was the Broadway show? Um, It's. About well, because they cut out like twenty minutes of the, <laughs> of the bootleg. Which number one, we do need to talk about the fact that um, some bootlegs are bad. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. terms of like the production quality, this bootleg there was a good like five or six minute stretch where I was just looking at a black screen <laughs> while like hearing the uh, dialogue <laughs> from the audience. Like, yeah. Just and the guy, I like think he was probably trying to like hide the camera for sure, but it was like very, very bad production. Um, if you have to go to multiple shows in order to make a bootleg, that's okay. Yeah, like, it's a skill, it's a skill. It is and a this, skill. this person did not have it, this person did not have the skill, unfortunately. That's, that's um, we fair. have seen the, the insane cuts of the Green Day bootleg were so much better than this. Yeah, I will say that I think the Broadway HD production was like an hour and 10, I want to uh-huh. say. Maybe an hour like, twenty-five, yeah, something like that, something um, close to is, close to ninety minutes. Yeah, and the the um, Broadway HD had like that weird intermission, had like a five-minute interval, is what they called it, because I guess that's yeah. what they say in Britain, um, where the gay actor just like you know that they were just like just stand there and do improv, <laughs> which number one terrifying. 
Terrifying. Number two, you should never just blindside somebody with improv. Like that is a war crime. And it's so self-knowing. It's so winky where he's just like, yep, this is really what we're doing. I promise I'm not going to do. He like breaks the fourth wall the whole time. Yeah. I'm not going to go. I'm I'm not doing anything else. Seriously. Go pee. Go. Go. Oh, I love a Bichon Free. Like it's so weird. I... (laughs) Just pause. I'd rather see a black screen. I would right. rather have nothing. It's it's the, uh, yeah, I don't want somebody to talk to me through the camera. Imagine. I don't if, want Jane Duty Dench to stare into my <laughs> asshole. Like, I'm good. Imagine if you went to go see a show in the theater and someone just talked the whole time. The like, entire, God mic'd over inter- through like the entire the intermission. Entire, like, intermission. Like, you wouldn't leave. Insane. You wouldn't leave because right. you would think something was going to happen. Exactly. You'd think that it was a key to the show experience. Though I will say, I do think God Mike egg during the intermission. <laughs> brilliant. Great idea. Brilliant. Nobody Great take idea. that verbal trademark. Nobody take that. That's, we own that. <laughs> that our um, intellectual property now. And we will be doing it at our uh, eventual Broadway, uh, Bits Over Broadway production. Production company. We- yeah. The the many productions that we have promised. Our to signature make. is God Mike talking through God intermission. Mike intermission. <laughs> <laughs> See, but it's funny when we do it because people expect it. Yeah, people love us. Actually, we're very funny. Exactly. <laughs> we we uh, talk for a living. Yeah, it would living. be a living. Um, it's a living. Uh, it's not a actually. One. It's a bad one, but <laughs> yeah. doesn't pay it one single bill. It. But somebody has. Someone's got to fill the demand for this. <laughs> The overwhelming tens of people demanding yeah. <laughs> this show. Um, so then, so I say so then as though we were talking in any sort of order. At one point, uh, yes. they start talking jobs and Aaron confess- confesses that he works on Wall Street. Right. Like, and she's so dismissive. She's just okay, yeah, she's just okay with that. I'm like, he's incredibly rich. <laughs> You could live the life of your dreams, my guy. <laughs> you could just you could give up your job at the gallery. You don't have to just, work on a craft. You can just lay on a yacht. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Listen. You could just be on vacation for the rest of your life. Literally, you could be a real housewife of New York. You now that's a craft. Do photography craft. on the side. Use Real Housewives to launch your craft of photography. Yes, I would go to a Real Housewives photography show. Uh, the gallery, hundred percent, hundred percent. No questions asked. Am I? I would go to see Dorinda's photography. Like, <laughs> please. And then they're all listing. Um, anyway, him having a job. Oh, she talks about her craft and how she had a gallery showing, and he was like, "Oh yeah, your stuff looked so cool." And she was like. Did you fucking Google me? Google me? Well, yeah, because it's 2000. It's the Internet's available. So, yeah, Yeah, I did type your name in. (laughs) Everybody is stalking each other on social media. Like, yeah, I did look you up. It's not weird. That's not weird. Right. Right. Do people still do? Okay, I can't ask you. You've been in a committed relationship forever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm basically dead at this point. (laughs) I was going to ask if people still like Google each other because like at this point people have their like social media connected to their dating profiles. Yeah. So it's like not oh. weird to like look people up. Got it. Like it's, ex- I, it's like, expected. You want to exactly. be able to access their social. Right. Like hinge, you have an option to like put your Twitter, put your Instagram and like, I will scroll through guys, Instagrams on hinge. Does anyone like, ever not- actually link their Twitter? 
I don't know. Maybe. That would scare me. <laughs> don't don't fucking look for me on Twitter. Even though I promote no, my yes. Twitter. Instagram. <laughs> I'm just shit posting. Like dating, you can look at my Instagram. That's fine. Don't look at the inside of my brain. Don't, no. don't look what's in there. Don't <laughs> it's rotting. Pay no attention to that. <laughs> That's like Twitter's that's my like, online journal. <laughs> exactly. That's like when I so <laughs> right before the so I have two two things. Yes. Right before the um pandemic started, I was dating this guy and he was like, Should I listen to your podcast? And I was like, What podcast? I've never go <laughs> I I've never, never hosted a podcast. I've never in my been life. to <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Uber Driver. Um and then a couple of weeks ago I was on a date with a guy and he was like What's your TikTok? And I was like, I don't have a TikTok. I've never been on TikTok in my life. And what like, TikTok? What are you saying? I don't. What are you saying? Is that is that like Instagram Reels? <laughs> like what is that? Like, Even worse. <laughs> somehow worse. Instagram Reels way worse. If you way promoted worse. your Instagram Reels to me, I'd be like, you're a murderer. <laughs> you're a murderer, and I'm gonna end up in the Hudson. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But like, it's there are certain things that I am okay with people seeing. Sure. And other things like top secret. That, That's top for secret. strangers on the internet. That's exactly. for people who don't know me in real life. You're, exactly. <laughs> the only reason we have our friends on here is because we need content. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, I don't think it is. I think maybe there was a window of like two years where it was weird to look someone yeah, it up. Was like bizarre. It was like, an invasion of privacy. And then Mark Zuckerberg got completely destroyed the <laughs> and idea of privacy. tech was like, privacy's fake. <laughs> Every company knows when you're having your period. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Um, Actually, your face belongs in our database. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> once again, Mitch and I have found ourselves yelling at our computer to give us different ads because we're tired of the ads that we're getting. <laughs> Are you just like whispering keywords into the microphone? No, at this point we're yelling, no preference machine. Please don't show us this ad for medication. No. <laughs> Are you getting all the like um, the what's the um, online? The one that like everybody's pissed off about. Mm. I don't remember. Clear thing. I don't know. We don't watch. We don't have many ads. We only have ads. <laughs> we only have ads on like free movies. So they're very weird. And it's like Carvana and T-Mobile. It's very generic. Burbo. Like, yeah, it's nothing very, it's nothing super sp specific. I don't think. Okay. Um, I get a lot of ADHD ads. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I'm like, I'm like mad that the, my fucking phones know about my fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to know that I'm an insane person. <laughs> I, yeah, I live mostly ad free, uh, as far as when I consume media, but every once in a while like I could we got served up some t-mobile ad that was trying to do scrubs nostalgia so it's zach braff in his house and the premises that yeah. donald Faison is living close by and trying to get him to be on t-mobile but if, yes. if you're going to show me what i presume to be the inside of zach braff's house and florence pugue is not in this is commercial why am i wasting my interested. time put her I'm in the commercial interested. i will buy t-mobile if florence even pugue if she just, like, is in the commercial <laughs> even if she's just like walking in the background yes. like she doesn't have to be talking we just she need to know that she's just there. making coffee in the back that's all yes. i need that's all i need then i will become a t-mobile customer this is exactly. my pledge to you <laughs> you're gonna start getting t-mobile ads with Florence Pugh in there now I fucking better <laughs> I better <laughs> put oh my, my beautiful wife in this in this advertisement my beautiful wife 
I don't understand this like scrub like I know that um Donald Faison and uh Zach Raff have a Scrubs nostalgia podcast, but like oh. They're not rebooting the series. Like, I don't understand where all the Scrubs nostalgia is coming from recently. I I don't know. Is it just because it's been, like, 20 years? Yeah, I think it's just come due for its cycle where, like, some psycho who's never left their house in 25 years goes, you know what's actually a pretty good show? Scrubs. And then... Okay, uh, to come for my entire gig. <laughs> no, I Connor, I've seen it. you in public. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a shut-in. <laughs> that is true. I have been to a bar Ooh, recently. But uh, I was gonna. I was recently watching Scrubs, and I am oh. still shocked how much of the show has imprinted itself on my brain. Yeah, it was. I used to watch it all the time. Cultural force, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So now the Brendan Fraser episodes still make me cry <laughs> today. Okay. Like, still, still today, even. <laughs> Hashtag tell us your. Hashtag favorite Brendan Fraser episode. <laughs> There's only two. Which one do you like the best? Um, do you like the one where he finds out he has cancer or the one where he dies? <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough draw for me. It's, honestly. Tough, cho- it's a tough choice. Um, So, so not weird to Google someone, but I guess it was at the time. And then she's like quoting all these things at him like it's so embarrassing that you were dolly in your school's production of hello dolly i would see that production <laughs> i would see that production he's like i went to an all boys school school which frankly to me is the bigger red flag like oh so Correct. you come from money 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 mm-hmm. what terrible things did your parents do to get that money <laughs> where's you went the to blood a boys money school <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, Are you correct. oil barons? What's your deal? <laughs> you oil barons. Famously, only oil barons send their children to gender boarding schools. schools. <laughs> no, I would love to see an all boys production of Hello, Dolly. I'm very interested in that, actually. I'm sure we could find one in the village somewhere. <laughs> We're going to put it on. We'll yeah. be at the ca- we'll be at the duplex. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in July. I was going to say under uh, under St. Mark's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be we'll be next door to Kate. KGB for yes. running August to September. <laughs> All boys production of Hello I'm Dolly. Obsessed. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. It's the best. We'll have drag queen. We'll have a rotating qu- cast of drag queens playing Dolly. Oh my God. Actually. Okay. I love this. Mitch cut all this. For, Mitch cut, that's <laughs> this verbal is a trademark. production meaning verbal <laughs> trademark. Um, okay. Then we get to a point where <sighs> this is, I think where they lost me, where we have to decide about food. And she's like, it's I can't order a burger. And he's like, I can't order a salad. And we have to sing a whole song about it. Yeah. A whole song. A whole ass song. Who cares? I, the only reason I would be paying attention to what somebody ate in a. Is if I want to eat it. <laughs> Give me that. I should have got that. Is if they're doing, yeah, if they're doing like surf and turf, if you're ordering like a $65 dinner, then I'd be like, okay, that's an interesting choice on a first date. But otherwise, I don't care. Like, oh, tell me about this thing. What made you want to eat it? Not like uh, this fatty. Ordering right. a cheeseburger, like she's very clearly a, a fit woman. She's very in shape. <laughs> exactly. It's not catfishing you. I just like it's such a it's the 2010s of it all. Of I the hate it. girls eat salad on dates because they can't look fat or whatever it is. Like it's 
ridiculous and it, it really shows its age but you have to struggle with that that's where the interest is coming like right. it's an interesting conflict because she's struggling with it because she wants to be free but she can't be because of society <laughs> is this an unintentional uh, examination of uh <laughs> society's expectations of women yes <laughs> i hate it stop making me think about society <laughs> in this climate i don't need to think about society anymore that i already do i don't need it i don't need it in this economy no ma'am um then aaron is like i actually don't care what a woman looks like as long as she's happy okay sure and then she like has an existential crisis about it and like imagines her british rock star <laughs> boyfriend who were like we only liked you because you were thin and hot and we were still terrible to you that song is very weird. We have gay waiter and gay friend pretending to be yes. ex-boyfriends who are British punks, question mark. Except for they're not even punks. Like they don't like neither of them look punk. No. But they're trying to be like, this is my favorite one, of, especially after watching American Idiot. Like I absolutely love watching these very clean cut, yeah. very like norm core people try to be edgy. It's, yeah. It, it, it does tickle me in a certain spot. The costumes were like UCB 401 yes. show. Like a thousand percent. It's a wig that implies punk. Right. <laughs> it's just doesn't. But yeah, it's, it's so like bad. it was more glam rock than anything. It glam was rock, so glam weird. rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair metal. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hair metal. A thousand percent. So bizarre. I did not understand. Every part of this looked so low budget. It was unbelievable to me. I could not believe what I was watching. This is I think you hit it on the head. I think the Broadway HD version feels like a UCB film sketch. Yes. Yes. But like not a house team. No. It's like the 401. Re- yes. It is like. Okay, you've, you're you mostly the people who are going to be really good, but you're yeah. not quite there yet, and you, you haven't have worked a, together a long ways enough. to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was really oh, so upsetting. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm upset. Just, I'm mad about it. Uh, yeah, so that song was crazy, and clearly she dates dirtbags. Then she's right. like, Aaron, I'm so sorry. I just remembered I only date dirtbags. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then she starts, like, asking him about, like, do you have any tattoos? Have you been yeah. arrested? Yeah. And he answers like normally. He's like, no, no tattoos, which whatever. That's fine. And then she's like, ever been arrested? I'll even take juvie. And he's like, no, I've never been arrested, which is right. like a fine thing to say. And she's like, oh, fine. You're so boring. This fucking guy. Like, <laughs> what's happening? Bitch, have you ever been arrested? You write a Vespa and you take pictures. Shut up. You're not fucking edgy. A leather jacket does not make a you... A leather jacket does not edge make. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't. So I, I'm over her. This is very much... Because, especially because there's a whole thing about, like, him being put in the friend zone, essentially. Yeah. This is very much two guys who are, like, women don't want to date me. They only, like, bad boys. Why can't I'm they go nice. for the nice guys? That's the most theater boy thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. A hundred. Has Mitch said that to you? <laughs> no, because he's tech. <laughs> Lifter and strong. <laughs> no, it's just, 
Also, he works on Wall Street. I'm sorry. He's not a bad boy. He might be doing crimes, but they're not gritty. They're financial. <laughs> they're financial crimes. He He's is 100% stealing seniors' pensions. Wh- That's all. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> like he's scamming your grandma. That's yeah. that's his type of crime. Yeah, a grandma scam. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it is just reeks of that. Like I'm a nice guy, and women don't want to date me because they it. only like d bags. Like, yeah, I did not care for it. I didn't care for the friend zone song. It's just we're done with that. We're done with that. <laughs> Yeah, that's all that's all i have to say about that we're done with that um you're allowed to not want to date somebody actually it's it's right. actually okay <laughs> it's totally fine doesn't make you a bad person or a you shitty sh- teasy woman because you don't want to have sex with someone <laughs> right like you are your own person you yeah. get like there's this whole concept that we've been psycho i don't even know it's i can't bizarre. i didn't love it um i would honestly in productions now I'd cut that song like I think you can get away with not having it in there you can just bridge the gap but I would cut it because I think it's just unnecessary I did not I didn't like it and then um also throughout this whole date there's a lot of um there's three calls from her friend the bail the bailout call bailout call um which is an interesting concept but then by the third one she hasn't picked up and so the friend is like oh no she's definitely dead yeah but like no maybe she's just having a good time on the date like right (laughs) she's not gonna step away and call you yeah in the middle of a date that's not how dates work (laughs) if a person i was with got three phone calls over the course of a date i would be like something is wrong you need to return that phone call (laughs) exactly (laughs) you should not be getting calls three times in a day i'm concerned about the level of the volume of phone calls you're getting it's concerning me are you sure it's not a family member like this could be an emergency it's 7 p.m and you're getting you're blowing the fuck up like i am concerned about what's going on in your life either exactly. your friends are deranged or something is amiss in your life <laughs> right exactly and call you know, that person like, back call that person back yeah. like call that especially especially because they're getting phone calls we yes. don't do phone calls anymore that's what i'm saying a phone call specifically like, like text messages whatever of course by the end of right. three hours i might have a hundred text messages <laughs> that's the that's the pain and pleasure of a group chat but I like mean. but for more than one phone call psycho that's exactly that's not right something is wrong (laughs) i mean nowadays you could get away with it by saying it's like a scam call or a robo call i guess like in 2012 i mean here's what i'll say if if i were on a first date and someone was like oh sorry i just get that many spam calls like in my regular life i'd be like i love you i can't take that burden on i can't i don't i, don't, I can't be I can't, around that kind of i energy. can't be around someone getting that many spam phone calls right. it's not good for me psychically like, like have you heard of the do not call registry like it's right there that's a red flag for me i'm sorry i know you can't help it but it's it's a red flag for me i don't want right. to take that on like get a f- new phone number like i don't get a new phone are you not blocking the numbers that call you what's going on babe what is happening let's talk through this i'm concerned (laughs) anyway um so that's just a little bit about me (laughs) 
just a little bit how I feel about spam phone calls. Um, okay. So also ugh, Casey's like, I only love bad boys because my mom was bad and my dad left us and my sister is perfect, which doesn't make sense, but okay. We, it's Effie, we it's all like, got pain. <laughs> we all got pain. Uh, it's like trying to give you like deep introspective character, but it's like the, these characters have been done before and they're not doing them in an interesting enough way yeah. for me to care. I think it would work in the stage production because we would spin off away from the table and like that have happen, a whole yeah. separate, like from what you're describing, it sounds like there's a whole separate scene. That's interesting. Like, right. We're coming alive. We're coming out of the scene right now. We're just watching you sit at a table and sing while either a person is frozen next to you or is pretending to have a conversation with you and you're zoning out. Like, it's so unbelievably boring to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And on the stage version or on the stage version, it does work better because, like you said, they're stepping away. They're doing different things. They're dancing. They're having like they're using the stage to their advantage. Yeah. And the show needs physicality, um, especially because like they have really good physical jokes. Like yeah. um, during the part where um, he, where Casey's like, okay, we're going to talk to your ex-wife. Um, he, she says like, imagine her, how you saw her the last time and a veil drops from the ceiling and she catches it. And then she like has a bouquet. It's hilarious. The timing yeah. is so good. Um, and it was a very mm-hmm. funny moment. I was like, yes, you're using physical comedy for your benefit. And that enhances the show, even mm-hmm. if it's like not great writing. Right. They're still using everything to their advantage. Yeah. And it works so much. Better. I would say that Broadway gets away mm-hmm. with a lot of terrible. Um, oh, yeah. Jokes. Jokes that are half half ass at best because oh, yeah. there's some sort of stage trick or physicality yeah. that accompanies it and makes it funny. Like exactly. it's not really a funny joke by itself, but we're going to do this little thing on stage and that will make it funnier. Exactly. We get away with a lot in Broadway. And, and honestly, kudos to them. I wish that I could. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets stripped away in this filmed production and this filmed adaptation. I will be honest. It loses something. It becomes way too serious. I think. Yeah that's what it was was yeah. that everything felt so it felt Taking like they itself were so seriously so seriously and this is a i think treatise. that's where the and i think that's where the like awkwardness comes from because yeah. they're not allowing the comedy to work in mm-hmm. their favor mm-hmm. and um especially because they don't know how to land a punchline like <clears throat> it's doesn't it just doesn't work it comes across like you said like a treatise of about like this is why dating sucks yeah yeah and that's poke fun at it like i get dating sucks but make it not a fucking trial to watch (laughs) right i felt like i was being punished in the in the broadway hd version did they do the bdv and the bds thing yeah blind date virgin and and blind blind date slut slut i forgot the slut part i sort of i heard the blind date version virgin part and i was like i hate this yeah um but i don't remember slut probably i assume they would do both yeah, because <clears throat> like that kind of pokes fun at it, but like it sort of lands a little bit better on Broadway. Yeah. Like it's not great that a man is sitting there being like, I'm going to call you a slut. Like right. that's okay. Eh. But, um, it, you know, yeah, it but we're still kind of like pokes fun at the idea of like dating sucks. And it feels like there's other people. I think the problem was that this felt 
so empty. It felt like it was, yes. it felt like there were two people sitting in a restaurant by themselves, which is weird. It was weird. Like, yeah, I understand like you can't have people valley. sitting. Yeah. I understand you can't have people sitting around cause pandemic, but like it is, it looks like you broke into a restaurant after hours and filmed in there in the after hours. Like there's no one around. It doesn't look right. right. It feels like, weird. You're using so much green screen already. Give me a background, like a green screen background of a restaurant of like people in a restaurant. Yeah. At least yeah. it was so bizarre. Yeah. And so and especially because the sound was so echoey. Yeah. You could tell that they were the only people in the room. Yes. It's like just bizarre. There's, they're not even we, getting like room tone or, or clinking glasses or like murmurs no. or anything like that. It's just, yeah. Um, was so bizarre, <laughs> so weird, so many weird choices. So um, many weird choices, any, capital C choices. Yeah. Anything else I'm trying to, I guess we should talk the about the waiter end. song. Oh, yeah. The waiter song. Well, yeah. Let's speak on it. Let's talk about Number it. Number one, that is a hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It is not great. Um, Even on the Broadway, even on the Broadway version, I was like, this doesn't need to happen. Yeah, no, it. Um, I get yeah. that they wanted to give the waiter, I guess, another song. Yeah, because Reggie gets two, right? He gets all the yeah. he gets all the check in songs, and he's the friend of Aaron, and he's, I guess that's it, just the friend and the friend, gay friend ex, who checks uh, in the ex um, and the ex boyfriend. That's what I was thinking. Yes, ex-boyfriend. and the ex boyfriend, and the waiter mm-hmm. only gets ex boyfriend, so he needs another song. This yeah. is the thinking. It was bad. Didn't care for it. Didn't care for it. Um, and like I said, absolutely a hostage situation. If that happened at a date, like I'm not taking my date to like a singing waiter bar. Mm, you're not going to Ellen's Stardust Diner? Like rip to <laughs> Keaton, but I'm not taking my first date to Marie's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just not what I'm going to, I'm not going to subject somebody to that. <laughs> They don't need to see you in that kind of environment right off the no, bat. You no, know? no. And like, honestly, again, that is a hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> like that's fully, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It was really bad. It was bad. And I'll say in the Broadway HD version, I don't, I have to believe that they can sing. Samantha Barks can sing. I know she can. Yeah. She was I, okay. I, I didn't hate her. He, th- it did not seem like the waiter could sing. I did not care for his voice. I thought it was that I thought was bad. I okay. genuinely was like, this is not good. This is, this is upsetting to me. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that that part of that comes down to the sound. Like they, because they ignored the sound so much, I feel like they, everybody just kind of, kind of sounded like amateurish. Yeah. hundred percent. Even like Samantha Bark sounds great, but like even still she not kind great. Of like, it didn't sound good because the sound production bad. sounded bad. Yeah. 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 Oof. Um, at the end of the date, she realizes she really likes him. Yes. Actually, because he's so open and honest. Yeah. And isn't a British punk asshole. Um, <laughs> and he, she's like, we're, we're gonna, we're, I'm gonna make it, I don't want to say goodbye to him. Right. So right. he's like trying to cut the date short. <laughs> she just like, ignores him he's like okay bye and she just doesn't say anything she just sits there (laughs) amazing so bizarre yeah choices again but then she like her sister pops up into her head again is like what are you doing chase after him and she does and so then she does 
Yeah. And then they do the, like, we're at the start of something new, essentially. Yeah. Song for the finale. Like, which at least is, like, go on a third really... date before you right. start imagining your life together. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like maybe you're being crazy. Maybe you're being weird. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sorry. There is at least an 80% chance that he's going to ghost you after the first date. Like, it's, you got to wait a little bit longer. Don't get so invested. That's why you have commitment issues, because you go like head over heels on the first right. date. You got to chill lady. And like, listen, we've all thought that we had love at first sight on a first date. And then they, you, that person like completely disappears off the face of the planet. It happens to everybody. Okay. But I get it. But we need to, we need to guard our expectations a little bit. Better. I have to agree. I have to agree with that. Um, mm. So I guess it ends with a successful first date. Um, congratulations. Congratulations to them. I wish them all the best. <laughs> Many happy returns. Uh, tough, tough for me. I, mm. any last thoughts, yeah. Connor, anything no, we God, missed? No. <laughs> Sorry for not liking this one. I know it's not always fun when we are furious, but oof, <laughs> I didn't care for this. I just thought it was really bad. I like, it wouldn't even recommend watching it. Yeah. Don't watch the Broadway HD version. It's and not. And don't watch the bootleg because it's not good enough to, <laughs> the bootleg to make it worth production it. Production value is <laughs> rough. <laughs> I know that this soundtrack is on Spotify, I believe. So I would like to listen to the soundtrack and just see. Oh, yeah. Zachary Levi and Krista Rodriguez are like excellent in the show. Like I'm not coming for them at all. No, no, no. Um, So I might listen to the soundtrack again, although I didn't love all the songs, but that could have just been because they weren't great on this particular production. But I, I... I guess I'll listen to the Spotify maybe if I get bored one day. I just find it hard to feel. I find it hard to believe that I'll ever want to come back to this and revisit it. I get so that. sad. This is what happens so, when we have to choose scramble. one act that we've yeah. never heard of. It's bad. It's really bad. Because um, we want to save all the good shows for the guests. So the, that means guests. we have to take the little scraps that are the not so good shows. <laughs> the breadcrumbs of Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Connor, we've kind of already done this, but officially man and share this for us. Not for me. Um, you're not going to Hollywood, dog. Chair. <laughs> yeah. It's an X for me. No golden ticket. So sauce. So sauce. So sauce. So oh, God. That was the fastest man and chair we've ever done. Yeah. <clears throat> Apart Same. from the Diana episode, because we didn't do a man and chair. Did we? <laughs> we skipped right over it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a no. So it's a no from Bits Over Broadway, the official, the official, the official no. arbiter of taste on yeah, Broadway. Yeah, 100%. We're the new Ben Brantley. We're Bits Over Broadway. Uh, Connor, anything to plug? Uh, as usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRLA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing at The Onion or any funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Ooh, nothing for me, but you can find this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. You can find us wherever you find podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Apple podcasts if we are not where you get your podcast please let us know and we will try to get where you get your podcasts um that is oh we are also on patreon patreon.com slash bits over way you can follow us there we have not one single item of paywalled content uh but Yet. you never know when that could change um <laughs> we have a lot of ideas we for paywalled so content but we ideas. never follow through <laughs> yeah exactly so until until we get that set up uh that's all for now Bye. Bye. 
when you refer to photography as your craft, it's a no for me, dog. It's a freaking no for me, dog.